and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have some breaking news, folks. Not only do we have Satya Nadala dropping his letter to the company, which I think when you when we break down the gaming aspect of it, it is going to be uh something very very special in the way that microsoft does things and the way things are done over at playstation and speaking of playstation ladies and gentlemen well we have uh, uh call of duty is out officially for everyone as of uh midnight and people are playing it and i haven't played online i heard yesterday that it was not running so well so maybe they've gotten that fixed but folks we have the confirmed perks for PlayStation-only gamers, and I got to tell you, uh, it is staggering, the list of things that you get. Uh, and again, it is as, as hypocritical as you would imagine Sony has been regarding this whole ABK situation. We're going to break, break it down because I have a lot to say on how Sony has been acting in the public and how they are now uh, literally... Uh, funneling people to play on PlayStation, on Call of Duty specifically, because the perks are, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to take a few seconds or a few minutes to break down everything that you, that you get if you, if you play on PlayStation. And again, it's one of those things that you, the word hypocritical comes into the conversation. Uh, we have a lot, we have a lot to get in. This is going to be a solid two hour show. I want to welcome the near 100 people already here, only a few minutes in. Let's get into the, uh, you know, the uh, the panel. Crispy Bomb, I didn't know if we were going to have you here today, brother. It is great to have you back. You have a lot to say. What's up, brother? How you feeling? Uh, I'm doing all right. I, I see PlayStation's uh, good like their fans with the goalposts moving, but I guess oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that tweet from Randall Thor? Was that not hilarious? <laughs> that was, that, yeah. I mean, you know, grand. You, you've all, you know, any anybody that's uh, moving those goalposts, you've all earned this because uh, you're getting the smoke today. I tell you what, let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I put it to this way. Uh, and, and, and Web Dave, I want to say a welcome to you. You and I were talking in the green room with uh, Dread and Fuzzy mm-hmm. before we went live, and you were saying that. You just honestly can't wait for this deal to be done. That makes two of us. How how are you feeling, brother? And uh, are are you as shocked as I was with what PlayStation gamers are getting for simply playing on PlayStation versus everything Xbox gamers are not getting? Uh, yes, uh, I'm doing good this morning. I'm ready to go. Fired up. The subjects are, the topics are just absolutely off the chain. And uh, man, what what I mean. <laughs> Why bother buying uh, Call of Duty anywhere else? Because well, you know, there you go. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. funny because Sony said that it would be the end of them, and uh, that it wouldn't be fair that they would be, uh, you know, funneling uh, gamers into their ecosystem. When again, when I break down the list of things that are coming to PlayStation's version of Modern Warfare, uh, you're going to be calling uh, you're going to be calling the word hypocritical pretty much the entire day every time someone from Sony tries to open their mouth about the ABK deal. But Dreadpool, uh, what's going on, brother? I know you're tired today. Did you have your breakfast? That's the question. To be honest, I skipped breakfast. I was going to make me some um, <laughs> some French toast. Oh, that's and delicious. Get the thick, 
get the thick slices that I have in there. And it's great when it has the real oh, thick bread that's like, like an inch and a half, yeah, like, like you, this. Like that's you got to get awesome. the real Texas toast, and you get you got to do like you can't do the thin slices. Ah, I know that's how my mom made them, but I always preferred the thick slices. But yeah, no, I um, we did the hollow scream over in Tampa, nice, and we had a great time. Hit all the houses. Um, no fast passes needed, so Thursday nights are. I guess a good night for us, but I think ever since the pandemic, everything's kind of changed up a bit. It hasn't been as, as many houses as, as they, they did put a lot of work into the houses that they did have. Uh, they had a lot more scare zones. They had a lot of cool things. They even had a skull that lights up and fogs up. And um, the fog is just water-based and it mists out the eyes. So it's really cool. And that's that's the necklace that you wear going into the certain areas that are interactive, air quotes. And um, ours ended up not working. <laughs> so you think after a month that there's something would, would happen. But uh, right. yeah, so it worked half the time. As you could hear the wife uh, in the background, <laughs> she's still upset about it. Um, but yeah, yeah that's it, quite all right, brother. Yeah, it's a family it, it, affair. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, uh, it it was cool. It was well worth going. Um, we uh, we went as a group, as a family, and and had a great time. Uh, obviously, like I said, I'm I'm just waking up. So as we roll on, I might get a little bit more uh, festive, as we say uh, in my speech. But no, I'm happy to be here. Uh, well, we're definitely happy to have you here, brother. And I know you're going to have a lot to say uh, regarding it. Hey, Fuzzy, good morning, brother. Uh, did you get a chance to pop into the DM and and take a look at this this staggering list that Sony had <laughs> uh, tucked away until the release the release date, the official yeah. release date of uh, Call of Duty? Pretty ridiculous. Oh yeah. I mean, well, good good morning, everyone. Yeah, it, it, it's Sony being Sony as usual. Yes. Um, I think they tried something like this before we had like the power ups or double XP things with like the uh, before Warzone came around. That last Black Ops, not not Cold War, the one before that, they tried uh, a lot of these similar type of things, but they were a lot shorter span. It was like within the first thirty days or something. So they're they're definitely you know pulling out all the stops and you know crying on the other side of their face about oh we can't compete so yeah it's it's going to be interesting to get into the the weeds on this one because uh, uh, I just wish Sony would like move on and and start focusing on their their IPs or or stuff that will compete eventually down the road with Call of Duty like a SOCOM or something but man great to be here with you guys can't wait to get into it. Yeah, it's it's well. L let's rip the bandaid right off, folks. Let's go right into it. Um, okay, so here's the thing, folks. Um, I saw it on Twitter this morning, and then of course uh, VGC uh, uh, ran an article, which is I'm going to read verbatim because they have literally have everything spelled out, so it's much easier, especially for podcasting, than having to read from a, a picture. And of course, this was written by. Their head dude, Andy Robinson. So I want to thank Andy and, of course, VGC for constantly keeping, uh, you know, the community up to up to uh, you know, up to par when it comes to information. And uh, what this package is called, folks, is the exclusive PlayStation benefits uh, 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 for uh, uh, for players for Modern Warfare uh, two players. And it includes this, folks. Now, get this list. Now, this is I want to make it clear. 
everything on this list is for PlayStation players only. Now, I, I, I understand it's a business. I understand that you want to bring people into your ecosystem. This is going to be the hottest game of 2022. It is probably going to be the best-selling game of 2022. I don't know how many people um, have been playing it. I'm here to tell you that unlike IGN, who gave it a 6, right now it's sitting at a 9 for me. It's absolutely phenomenal. Now, I haven't played the multiplayer. Maybe it goes down. Maybe it goes up. The single-player campaign is chef's kiss now if you agree awesome if you don't if you disagree throw it in the chat let's have a conversation i'm quite loving it but again what i'm about to read you folks is for playstation players only at no extra cost all you have to do is buy the game on playstation now if you are a playstation player and you're getting these bonuses i, I hats off but my problem my effing problem with this whole thing is Sony's nonsense that they have thrown up since the announcement of ABK. We went, folks, we, let, let's reiterate for a second. We went from, we can't make a game as good as Call of Duty. We don't have a studio as good as an Infinity War to make a Call of Duty. Basically throwing all of their developers under the bus. We need Call of Duty. We would die. PlayStation, after 22 years in the first place, would just vanish. It was now Call of Duty. So what does Satya Nadala, what does uh, Phil Spencer say? They tell the world and they tell Sony, it's, listen, we're not taking Call of Duty away. It's going to stay on the platform, which I said from the beginning, it's no big deal. Why do you care? If you're an Xbox player, you're getting it in Game Pass. That's the exclusive. So who cares, right? What happens? Jim Ryan comes back and says, well, you know something to regulators. Hey, regulators, he CMA, EU, FTC, anyone that wants to listen to my crybaby shenanigans. Even if, if it's multi-plat, we're still going to be disadvantaged because it's going to be in Game Pass. We, we can't compete with Game Pass. Well, whose effing problem is that, Jim Ryan? That's your problem. Spend the money to have it in your service, because that's what you would have to do. They spend $300 million per year on marketing rights right now. And this is, this, is, this, this is what $300 million gets you for PlayStation players. Here's the list, folks. Battle Pass Bundle Bonus. PlayStation players that purchase a Battle Pass bundle will get an additional five-tier skips. Double XP points. PlayStation players receive exclusive monthly double XP events 24 hours in duration for that XP bonus. Combat packs. Get a free in-game bundle each Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 season. Include such items as operator skins, weapon blueprint, emblems, and much more. Limited time only for PlayStation Plus members. PlayStation Party Bonus. Check this shit out. PlayStation players that play together in parties receive an additional 25% bonus weapon XP. The bonuses still count while playing with friends, even if you're playing cross-platform with teammates. Basically hurting people to dominate on PlayStation. So if you... So think, think about what this could do to the community for a second. 
Think about what they are invoking here. They are saying that if you are a diehard Call of Duty player and you play with PlayStation players, you will get X, the bonus XP. Can anyone, for a second, just humor me, for a second, see Xbox players being kicked out of the party? Can, am, am, am I a lunatic by suggesting such a thing? You, have you played online? Have you know how nasty some of these kids are, specifically in the PlayStation community? You can't see that this is going to become a problem. Oh, that's an Xbox. Get them out. If you don't think that's going to happen, come see me 30 days from now when this shit is live. You're going to see how this is going to be a problem. And right there in black and white, they are invoking this. This is the Sony behavior that no one talks about. I'm, I'm sickened by this. Check it out. Extra loadouts. PlayStation players get an additional two loadout slots. So if you're an Xbox player, you don't get those two slots. You're already at a disadvantage. Available when creator class unlocks upon reaching level floor, uh, level four. Crispy, I got to go to you first on this, brother. Um, am I wrong by suggesting that we could see Xbox players being kicked out of parties by PlayStation players because they will not get their, their friends won't get the bonus XP. Can you actually see that happening? Cause I know I can. <laughs> oh, boom that I'll tell you that, that cause I read parts of it. I kind of skimmed over it real quick and you know, this is, I mean, Sony, you just said to um, regulators, you said to the Xbox community, you said to anybody that's playing on any other thing, as far as you're concerned, Call of Duty is exclusive. And I'm going to tell you right now, those multiplayer, if you don't play multiplayer, I get it. You kind of like, oh, what's the big deal? That stuff is in like, like, dude, when I play Gears, like that's the type of stuff we get. And that's an exclusive to Xbox, okay? But you don't get anything taken away if somebody plays on PC. You know, as long as they're part of your party, you can, you know, and you constantly party up, you get a little percentage more. But, you know, it's whatever you're on. It doesn't matter. Um, and I think that's that's where PlayStation, you're kind of putting your foot in your mouth now. Because now you're, you're treating this like an exclusive and you wonder why Microsoft said, nah, bro, we're just going to buy the whole company. Because I, I think I think Microsoft is sick and tired of it. This this came to fruition. It, it you know they're struggling. They went to Microsoft, said buy us, merge with us, whatever you want to call it. This is what happened, and you know you have just shown. I mean, this is probably the worst I've ever seen from them. I mean, I, I've never, be, I've I've actually never seen anything quite like this. To be quite honest, I mean, this is a multiplat people. This is not. This is not right. Um, you know, they, they paid, uh, Hey, if make an exclusive cost $300 million now, I mean, it, multiplayer people, if they have both console, they're going to be playing on the PlayStation because if that's their, their jam, like gears is for me, you're going to want, you know, all the perks you get, you know, the, the extra loadouts. I mean, is that, that's like, almost sounds like a pay to win type thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except you're just playing on PlayStation. So this is where we go into the, the facts that, you know, everybody's like, oh, but they only said three years. No, no, no. They want to renegotiate everything after three years. 
They want to stop stuff like this. And they have every right to do that if they're making a $70 billion investment. Exactly. They they want an even playing field. And that's not to say that there's not going to be – they could literally – here's the concession. They don't do anything extra like this. They won't be a Sony on Xbox and give all these perks to just Xbox players. Okay? Maybe that's the concession at this point. And I am fine with that. I really yeah. don't, you know, it's one of those things like at this point, especially ha- having cross play. Okay. This is where the problem lies right here. Yeah. All right. If, if it wasn't cross play, I guess you don't, but then it's exclusive. That's the way I look at it. Cause most games that are multi-plat have cross play as long as Sony lets them type thing. Right. Or pays the, the pays the piper to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, anybody that's happy with this, I mean, if you're a PlayStation gamer, I got no problem. Yeah, I mean, this is not about you. This is about the company that you're playing on. And I, I see the, the Sony Defense Force will come out and say, oh, but, you know, they paid for the money. Dude, they, there's a difference between paying for marketing rights and playing for almost exclusivity on certain items. And, I mean, that loadout thing, that that I, I, just, I don't, that is, I've never heard of somebody paying for something like that. Yeah. I mean, this this literally... You know, uh, and I'm sure some Xbox people, and and rightfully so, by all means, tweet out to the CMA. Hey, take a look at this, because you know what this this is exactly the reason why, you know, they keep saying, oh, but but they'll have exclusive perks and stuff. Oh, you mean they're gonna do to you what you've done to them? Is that is that what you're talking about, Sony? So, yeah. you know, it, it, they're moving the goalposts, and I just I love it because something always has to come out. To absolutely stomp the goalposts into the ground, it's it's broken now. Like you, you can't move it no more. You you have you have officially, Sony themselves have officially screwed themselves in a way. And and as long as they actually take a look at all of the aspects of gaming, this is egregious and this isn't right. Okay, especially for anybody, even if you bought it on PC, I mean that's that's pretty screwed up. It yeah. has to be only in PlayStation. You get extra loadouts. You get extra perks if you're. So I, I, I'm with you, Boom. I think they'll kick people out. I, I really do because people I, care I about that stuff see, way too much. Listen, <laughs> look, I'm going to say this, folks. I am not taking every PlayStation player and putting them under under an umbrella and saying that's the toxic folks don't go there. Toxicity is something that is widespread. Xbox gamers, PlayStation gamers, PC gamers, even Nintendo gamers. There is always, and there will forever be, a toxic community that you try to stay away from that are just horrible people, okay? But if you're going to suggest to me that there is no chance PlayStation players, which, come on, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. We have seen many of the PlayStation community be some of the nastiest things I've ever read on, on the interwebs. And that's coming from PlayStation owners who supposedly represent the brand. If you're going to tell me that you're not going to see this kind of rhetoric happen where PlayStation gamers are going to be kicking out people on Xbox because they want to get their friends in there to get the extra XP that are on PlayStation, you're sadly mistaken. You are living under a rock. But, uh, Dredd, I want to go to you next on this, but I want to continue to read what Andy Robinson had to put here because it's very important for context of what we're talking about. He says this, 
Modern Warfare's two, Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer uh, mode officially went live on Friday, following a week of early access to the game's campaign for those who pre-ordered it. And that was for everybody. Call of Duty is currently the subject of a war of words between Microsoft and Sony as regulators around the world scrutinize the latter's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Despite repeated assurances from Xbox and Phil Spencer, and of course I'm adding Phil Spencer in there because those words came directly from him, uh, uh, that the Call of Duty series, which is regularly the best-selling release of the year in the United States, will remain on PlayStation. Sony has been engaged in an increasingly public war of words over the proposed deal and told press that Microsoft's offer in regards to future Call of Duty was inadequate on many levels. Uh, they also went, and again, this is not on the this is not on the report. This is just me speaking because I don't want to speak for Andy. They also went out on a limb, and I'm going to pull up exactly what they said regarding Call of Duty. Even if it's multiplat, we're still at a disadvantage. When you see these advantages, uh, more specifically. The 25% playing with PlayStation-only players, I, I don't know how you feel, and we're going to get that in a second. That makes me sick. What What are your thoughts on this, Dread? You mean PlayStation to win? What? <laughs> a station. That's true. Very. That's a good one. Um, you know, it, it, it's just so funny how, you know, they want to keep it, you know... Let's let's look at it through our own eyes, right? If it was our company and we're trying to do this and we're trying to keep this open to everybody because we want more people to have access to it, to have more people to, to be able to play and, and not exclude anybody. And, you know, and this is the particular game that they want to do it with, too. Not just, you know, this is just the, the, the biggest one of the biggest topics right now. And um, yeah, uh, when you do something like that, why would you, uh, why would you tell people that you can skip five tiers and actually it's a total of twenty five tiers that you can skip? Didn't we have that hypocrisy with Halo when you bought the battle pass? It was like, oh, you know, you're cheating, and it really, you know, it's it's more on the cosmetic side. What are you cheating on here? But when you're when you're doing this on your uh, on Call of Duty, you're also getting the, that loadout when you reach the level four. You know, you're getting all that stuff even faster. You know, so it, it's just it's yet again, it's another one of those perplexing things that what's what's good for the goose should be good for the gander, but it, it does they don't play that way. And you know, and the hypocrisy about it, you know, it's it's yet again my 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 quoted word, deceptive practices. That PlayStation's doing, and X, you know, Xbox is trying to open it up for everybody to, to have access to. It just, it, it's it's so mind-boggling that we're still uh, dealing with this. And you know, you'd think that they would, you know, due diligence. And here we go. But uh, yeah, nah. They're saying it out loud. This is what we want to do. We want to keep it open. We want to keep it for everybody. We want to, you know, treat it like Minecraft. That that should tell you something. I mean, how many times do I have to repeat it? They have to do this. 
they put a, a website you know they've far outreached anybody's say on something that they're going to do that is yet again never been done before nobody says hey i'm going to buy this business um just so you know once once everything goes through this is what's going to happen you know and this is what we're going to do with the game and this is what we're going to do with this it it's never happened like this you know what i mean this has become so public and, and you see the hypocrisy that's popping out of sony and and, and you know it's just it's infuriating you know what i mean as a, as a player yep. that wants to have all this uh access to you know i yeah do i want double xp points yeah I, I want that do i want like a party bonus that would be cool but i also want to play on my preferred platform you know yes. and if i don't have that other platform as, as a preference right now i i only have a choice and the choice is either to play or not to play you know to get screwed or not get screwed yep you know so you just bite the bullet per se and then go with the platform you have and deal with it. And that's that's really not a, a great aspect to look at, you know. And you see where where Phil and Microsoft are saying we want everybody to have access, we want everybody to be able to play and, and get in and just have a good time. You know, you I'm my I ad libbed a good time, but that's pretty much it. You know, you, you want if you're a CEO, you want people to play the games that that, that you have or have access for them to be provided by you and have a good time with that that's what you want you want people to have a good time on your platform and it, it just doesn't this all encompassing does not lead to that right now you know hopefully it will lead to that but it's just you see all these blocks you see all this yeah the yeah, no, I mean, listen, there's a, we're going to be on this topic for a minute. I want to get, uh, you know, the rest of the panel, but I just want to get the uh, the opinion of the chat. Now, I, I'll stop pulling some comments, but I, I do want to bring into uh, the conversation, um, uh, Web Dave, uh, of a story that I just pulled from Forbes. Now, besides this, besides the hypocrisy that we've already seen Sony uh, behave regarding the ABK deal, they, we also learned, due to an investigation from Forbes.com, that there is a there there are Game Pass blocking rights that Sony had had Activision sign in the contract. And here's a statement from that contract: The agreement between Activision Blizzard and Sony includes restrictions on the ability of Activision Blizzard to place Call of Duty on Xbox Game Pass for a number of years after launch. Again, this is what what is going on here, folks, and why I am so riled up, why I have such a big problem with this is because Jim Ryan has been out here crying and pretending to be the victim, limping around on one leg when the guy isn't hurt, okay? And he's said so many things to regulators that are just straight-up lies. Now, do I think anything that Sony says is going to have any relevance on this deal going through, I actually don't. Only because um, they're the only ones complaining. I know some people DM me said, "No, oh, Google's complaining. Google ain't saying shit. They killed Stadia because they killed Stadia, and that, that's just Google. It had nothing to do with Microsoft. Okay? The only one that has complained has been them. I mean, even the Take-Two CEO came out and said, no, 
This is good for the industry, and we consider Microsoft an ally. That's the head of, of, the, of the studio that brings you Grand Theft Auto, one of the biggest publishers in the world. They're right up there with Sony. They're right up there with EA. They're right up there with Microsoft. So if he doesn't have a problem with it, more than likely no one else has, and that's a proven fact. Web Dave, when you see these advantages coming to PlayStation Play, specifically with, hey, play with PlayStation players, invoking you know, uh, potentially to see savagery unlike we've ever seen before online for our, you know, for multi multiplayer gaming with, Hey, that's a bot. Let's get them out. Cause I I'm telling you folks, I'm not making this shit up. I think that is going to happen. I think it's gross. I think that it's reckless. And I think that this is exactly who Sony is. And this is why they're out there crying. What are your thoughts on this? Well, it is definitely, um, their, um, you know, they're doing everything they can to establish themselves uh, this generation, you know, as 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 the where to go to get Call of Duty. And they have pulled out all the stops, everything they can, especially this all this last minute stuff. I, I'm sure, you know, once they became under um, the op, the option to uh, to buy them, um, Microsoft then a lot of the things as far as uh, any extra deals and stuff couldn't be changed or altered. It's they basically frozen. So in other words, they're there and this is stuff that they already had in the works um, before the deal started being looked at. Um, so this is, you know, this is their mindset uh, to, you know, to dominate with, uh, with call of duty because, you know, several reasons. And one of which is, you know, COVID affected a lot of people, a lot of people don't think that uh, that it um, you know that it you know it still carries any weight, but you know we'll see next year. We know and we'll talk about later. You know all the amazing games coming to Game Pass in the next year, and it's and it's a lot of really good games coming to Game Pass. Oh no, we're gonna break that down, dude. I I got a list that's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. Exactly, exactly, and so. So they're, you know, this was their kind of their countermeasure. They're, you know, trying to throw things, you know, at the wall, see what would stick and, and, and try and get themselves set up and, you know, in this mindset, but it, it's, it's, it's going to be so good once this is all done, but this is, this is like these agreements are for like several years. So like, you know, we're going to see <laughs> this unfortunate once Microsoft even owns Call of Duty. You're still going to see these kind of things for the next couple of years in place. And there's really, and it's, it, I mean, it shouldn't say there's nothing they could do about it, but to honor the agreements as they're set up, they will, they will have to do them. So we will, we will continue to see these, you know, but once it's done, once it's cleared off to where it's a, what we call a, um, a fair playing field for everyone, <laughs> you know, then then that's where, you know, Sony knows that they're in trouble because they're not going to be able to compete with the Game Pass option and they know it. So even if the ability to play with all these other, you know, all these extra perks you get right now is taken away or those kind of perks are distributed between all platforms, including Nintendo, which I guarantee you, once Microsoft gets it on there, 
And people are like, you know, well, you know, how, how are they going to do that? Well, they who they do have cloud streaming on the Switch. There's a lot of games that you can only get. Yeah, this is quite almost all the Resident Evil uh, news. Uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil two, two, uh, two remake two, three, uh, seven, and eight are all uh, all cloud versions, and they they run perfectly. Yeah, and there'll be people that do that. Yeah. You know, that along the Switch and like, hey, I can just get this yeah. and stream it, and why not? Because they'll be able to play it on their device that they already have. So it's it's smart smart to do it, and it's definitely a way to go about it. Yeah, I. Uh, but you, you're right. It does. It's very upsetting when you read all the stuff that they've that they've done, and just know that this is how they're going to, or how Sony's been working. You know, for a long time. You know, especially as as you know to keep themselves in first place and to keep other competition down or at bay. You know, this is the kind of tactics that they do. And it is business. I yeah. get it. But <laughs> when you see it on paper and you see it in front of you, it's definitely like a, wow, these guys are mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they're, you know, they don't, I mean, there's sure it'd be nice to have some perks and things like that. But the, some of the stuff that's set up in this is like, you know, why bother having it on any other platform? Because your clear advantage is going to be the PlayStation. Yeah. But except it won't look as good. Just saying. All right, that's, that's I mean, look, I they're, 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 again, they're, this, this honestly disgusts me. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be the only podcast uh, talking about this. I, I welcome anyone that wants to have a conversation about this. I am going to say this upright and, and publicly right now. If you are defending this, then you are definitely a part of the problem. Because like I said, you want to give you want to give people a, a bonus XP. I mean, you know, that's a marketing right. That's like like Web Dave just said that's business. But to outright put out there, oh, if you play together with PlayStation players, uh, you 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 know you'll get an additional twenty five percent bonus uh, weapon XP. I, I'm sorry to say that 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 is being exclusive, not inclusive, and that's exactly what Microsoft is. That's what Microsoft has done. They continue to do to do that. And I'm going to read you uh, right after we're done with this topic, after we get Fuzzy's opinion on this, uh, a letter from uh, Satya Nadal that he sends company-wide. Uh, and it's what he says in that letter that proves what Sony is doing is unbelievably a detriment to the industry, whereas what Microsoft is looking to do is allow for more people to be a part of the conversation, unlike what Sony is proving that they are doing fuzzy. What are your thoughts on the, the, uh, the, the, the laundry list of perks PlayStation players get, but actually before I get to you, uh, doc 50 in the, uh, in the uh, drops an outstanding and very generous $2 super chat and says, shouldn't it be illegal to sell Call of Duty for the same price? Meaning that they're getting so many advantages and for the same 70 bucks, they're getting this and you're not getting it. I mean, it's illegal, yeah. no, immoral for certain. <laughs> Please give us your opinions on this, brother. We're going to have some fun with this, and it might get a little messy. So bear Please, with me. Please get as messy as you want. I have I have a mop and, and, and a broom <laughs> right next to me, brother. It's okay. I, I don't know why we're worried about these these perks for these PS guys. They they're, they are obviously aren't going to play. Don't you remember all of them returned their their game because you know Xbox bought it and you know the oh, quality's right. gone You're down. Right. So there, there's no yes. PS guys playing this. They show they the receipts. Do this. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> they, 
they got to do this out of desperation to get those PS guys to reconsider to make that purchase again. You know, oh, th- that's right. None of them really isn't Call the of Duty game, trash they... now uh, because because <laughs> uh, my I mean because you wonder the the IGN six point out of ten was very suspect. Maybe they got that because Microsoft is now gonna gonna be the owner. I don't know, but <laughs> if we're getting messy, let's get really messy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it it's just odd to me that. You know, a lot of these news outlets, especially ones that give sixes on this game, aren't calling out that, oh, yeah, you know, by the way, on PlayStation, you get an unfair advantage. Or, you know, they should probably put a spin on it where it's like the only right place to play is on PlayStation because you get all these bonuses type of thing. I'm surprised there aren't news articles about this. I mean, the call out this this hypocrisy or that's right. They're gaming media. They don't believe in calling out hypocrisy. So at the end of the day, it's it, it comes down to this is going to be a thing even after the acquisition, much like Dave was saying, for at least a year or two. Although since they're going to take a little bit of a break, it may not be as noticeable. But, you know, when that that last, um, you know, marketing right deal comes through in 2024, expect more of the same or actually they may even try and step it up. They might even try to see if they can put it in their uh, you know PS Plus premium. <laughs> Just as a going away gift kind of thing. But um, yeah, this this is typical Sony. And the fact that they're playing three card money with the, the CMA and it's like, oh, watch this while we pick your pockets and steal your watch. And oh, yeah. by the way, we're going to obviously make this an unfair advantage to give our our you know player base this advantage. And I mean, there's even things with the whole cross play, which, ah, OK, that's another little nugget thing where you can actually turn off the crossplay, you know, system level on, on Xbox, but there just seems to be so many things that Sony does in a way that it's like underhanded. And, and, you know, they, they're still probably collecting that, that uh crossplay tax from Activision on the whole. Or you know deal. that they are hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, I, I agree with the, uh, the chat member that, that did the super chat as far as it, it should be, I mean, yeah, it's not illegal, but it should be or some some sort of repercussions should, should uh, occur where, you know, maybe make it eighty dollars for the PlayStation guys, since they're getting that extra ten dollars worth of like uh, bonus content uh, instead of it being, you know, a level field where we're all paying 70 and getting the same game at the same time and same perks and whatnot. So it it, it is what it is. But, you know. There's only a handful more of these deals that Sony can do before they have to, you know, really step up, you know, things on the other end of the uh, spectrum when it comes to these third party deals that, you know, they won't ever well, won't have any more access to any longer since they'll be under the umbrella of uh, Microsoft. But, uh, you know, all you PlayStation cast have returned your uh, game. Oh, well, here's mm-hmm. here's that bonus content so you can uh, consider, you know, rebuying it again. <laughs> One, one good even thing, refunded Buzzy, it. is that uh, is that those deals that are locked in mm-hmm. under this current agreement, uh, they can't be changed or altered uh, until the deal is done. And even then, if the deal is done and Microsoft owns it, I seriously <laughs> doubt that they're going to give them any additional. You know, they may yeah. want more stuff, but they ain't you know. But I'm <laughs> sure they already have this kind of stuff locked in for the next game as well. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I, listen, the, from what we understand, the current deal runs through holiday of 2024, which is mm-hmm. when the next Call of Duty would come out. Uh, there is not going to be a Call of Duty next year. Warzone 2 is going to be releasing. I don't know exactly when. I know it was rumored for November. 
I mean, we're not in November yet, so that might be a possibility. Uh, that's going to constant uh, get continued support. Um, uh, my my question to the panel here is: after the the arrogant or the arrogance, I should say, that Sony has shown, um, uh, and basically, you know, specifically um, Jim Ryan spitting in the in the face of uh, of of Phil Spencer, you know, calling the deal the the extended contract offer to 2027 inadequate on many levels does microsoft you know because they've already turned that deal down right so right now as it stands the deal is to 2024 does microsoft uh, offer that same deal again do they do they do they pull back from the table and say you know what you said no so we're going to leave it to 2024 when and when and when 2024 comes that's going to be the last time you see Call of Duty, uh, for you know, with marketing rights and whatever other advantages they have. Like I don't think, and like I said, we 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 have it, we have it, facts. They we literally just heard from Phil Spencer at the Wall Street Journal conference that they intend to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft. And if you are someone that is maybe not a podcaster, I, I and you're just a gamer. Where could you find Minecraft? Pretty much everywhere. So I would imagine that Microsoft likes money. Their investors love money. They want to continue to make more money. So Call of Duty is going to be everywhere. It's going to be on your PC. It's going to be on your on your tablet. It's going to be on your Xbox, your PlayStation, even your Switch. But the only advantage that Microsoft players are going to have is that we can download it for the out the, the the price of whatever Game Pass is going to be because they you know Phil Spencer did say that you know he can't keep it at this price forever uh, that th- th- there's there is going to be some Xbox things that they raise I mean some people are suggesting that we go up to seventy dollar games some people are suggesting Game Pass is going to potentially go up which would again I don't agree with because like certainly at least we know for the holiday. Phil Spencer has confirmed that they're not changing prices of anything. Now, if it goes up, I'm not going to be. I, I, I'm not capping for a three billion dollar company. All right, I will be. I, I, I will voice my my concern based on how much it goes up. If it goes up to twenty five dollars a month, I have a real problem with that, and I will call Microsoft to the to the carpet, and I will and I will be one of the most vocal ones out there. But if it goes up two bucks, if it goes up two dollars from uh, from fifteen to seventeen, am I going to like it? No. But 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 again, I'm, I'm going to be selfish here, and this is why I say to everyone: Black Friday is a couple of weeks, folks. Stack up three years of Game Pass when when CDKeys.com has three months of game of, of, of Game Pass Ultimate for twenty bucks. Drop sixty bucks down, and, and, and or, or or get five, get five of them. Drop a hundred dollars down, and and just load up your your Xbox Game Pass. I'm paid. I'm I'm literally paid until the end of October of 2025 right now. And when those when those sales come, I'm gonna buy those cards and I'm gonna tuck them away in my drawer. And when my shit starts going down, I'm just gonna put the code in, and there you go. Um, that but 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 you know, Sony doesn't allow you to do that. They don't allow stacking. You remember that? They were charging people money, sending them emails saying you owe you owe us eight hundred dollars. Did anyone forget that? Because I did. Um, needless to say, it's it's rubbish. 
is absolutely rubbish. And I think out of the, the, the advantages for being on PlayStation, you know, with extra perks and extra XP, if it's only that, I honestly don't have a problem. I understand it's business. I'm not a boob. My problem with this whole thing, guys, and chat, is that what they are invoking is an exclusivity clause, which I think is disgusting, okay? Suggesting that you only play with PlayStation players to get an advantage with extra weapon XP is potentially inviting in people that are playing cross-play that are going to get kicked out of said parties because they are work, they're playing on another platform. To me, folks, that is that is inexcusable. That is disgusting, and I am going to be incredibly disappointed if the media does not take and run with this because this is this is a this is a law pass. I don't know how you can be a gamer. I don't care where you game, and 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 somehow be like, yeah, this is. This is good for gaming. Is it? Is it really good for gaming when you're inciting um, exclusivity instead of inclusivity? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a moron. But needless to say, I want to get to the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. I want to welcome back a few people I haven't seen in the chat. And I was actually quite concerned for. So uh, Gamers Play HUD Zero, who's been a member for a year. Thank you so much for that. He drops a very generous $10 Super Chat. And he says... I am deeply saddened that because of the advantages for PlayStation players with the marketing deal PlayStation has with Call of Duty, the Call of Duty franchise, this will continue until the deal ends in 2024. And you're absolutely correct for that. And uh, Shooter2853, what's going on, brother? How the heck are you? I am glad that you are still with us. Uh, once again, it's always great to have you in the chat. Um, former old man like me. Uh, well, form not former. Uh, he is an old man like me, uh, unless he took uh, the, the 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 you know some youth medication. Uh, he drops a very generous ten dollars super chat. He's been a channel member for two months. Thank you, shooter. Definitely appreciate that. Appreciate that. He says hi, boom, Mrs. Boom, Dreadpool, Webday, Fuzzy, and Crispy Bomb. So good to be here again. Hope you are are all well. And hi to all in the chat. Well, thank you for the generosity the kind words, and your presence here, brother. Uh, we also have Lucky Mo. Hey, Lucky, how you doing, brother? That is my middle name, if you didn't know. Uh, he, uh, he drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, <laughs> this is great, folks. The CMA means cover my ass to Sony. And I love it. I didn't even think about that. That is very, very sharp. Um, he's got to welcome in who has been a channel member for two years, Sleepy Goblin 2D. Welcome, brother. Thanks so much for being a member. We also have Game Pass Weekly, who's been a channel member for one month. Thank you for being here as well. We also have Kingfish737, who's been a channel member for 10 months. Thank you for that. He says, um, morning booming panel, just wanted to show love and respect to a true gaming channel. Hashtag gaming is for everyone, brother. Thank you so much for that. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Gamer by Choice drops a very generous $5 uh, super chat. And he has been a member for... Two years, he says. Let's be real. Sony is will will just change what games they get perks for in the future, and I absolutely see that. I see them reaching out to EA and to Take Two and Ubisoft for popular games. Yeah, I I, I don't doubt. Actually, don't doubt that at all. To be honest with you, uh, Black Helmet Man has been a member for one year, so thank you so much for that, dude. He says this. Um, 
why does the CMA care about how about the merger for uh, two U.S. companies uh, affect uh, uh, two, US, two U.S. companies uh, effectively a Jap- and one of them is a, a, I guess you're talking about uh, Sony being a Japanese company. It's because the reason why the CMA cares is because they have to make sure that their consumers in the UK, not specifically the EU, because they split, which is dumb, but they split and Brexit. Um, the EU Commission, it has to, what these what these entities are there for, are for two for two reasons. They're 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 not there to protect companies. They're there to make sure that competition stays fair. But more importantly, and this is where the CMA kind of lost its footing in phase one, they're there to make sure that the consumers are not going to be at a disadvantage. And when you look at what Microsoft is doing in regards to making gaming affordable for everyone as the way Sony isn't with all of their price gouging that they've done in this generation, the companies are going in different directions. Microsoft is becoming even more uh, inclusive where, as we've seen with this, this marketing deal, Sony is becoming even more exclusive. And that's the problem. That, that is the real problem. We also have Elemental P.O., good friend of the program, who's been a channel member for eight months. He said, always glad to listen, making my Friday the best it can be. Thank you so much for the kind words. But, of course, thank you for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. We also have Dark, oh, what is it? Doc underscore Dark 1985. Just a very generous $2 super chat and says, Sony is scared. They are desperate to not lose people. Listen, people are going the same way that people that were Xbox gamers uh, on the 360 saw Microsoft stumble. Right? We saw they saw Microsoft stumble, and what happened? They went over to PlayStation. And then PlayStation did a lot of really good things last gen. To keep those players, they had an amazing. Uh, the system was 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 better designed than the Xbox One. They had games, uh, first party games that were killer. They made some big marketing deals. The same every everything that the Xbox 360 did, Sony took that page and ran with it in last gen, and they did it to great success. I don't hate on Sony for doing what they did. They did it to great success. They released great first party games. They make really smart marketing deals to lock certain franchises behind their box. That's business. I don't have a problem with that because that's exactly what Microsoft did with the Xbox 360. They were very aggressive in that in that era, and they then they succeeded because of it. But the difference these days is Sony is they've been in first place for so long that. They're bullish about how they do their business. They're ballsy. They're arrogant. They have a no-nonsense care attitude, and it shows. It shows what they do with the industry, how they could not be afraid to raise their uh, their console $50. You know why they're not afraid? Because people aren't going to leave. People are going to pay for it. And if that's your – and again, I, pay, I paid my $500. Would I pay $550 for it? No, I would not. I don't play it that often to spend that kind of money. Do they have great games? Sure. Do I have a lot of games? Yes. Would I pay $5.50 for it? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I just would not. Um, but I do I do want to move on to uh, an, an, uh, the, the next topic. And this I, I want to bring in to the conversation Satya Nadala because obviously he's a big part of everything that's going on currently 
with the ABK deal. We know uh, that they have, um, you know, uh, this is going to be the biggest deal in, in marketing history. We also know that um, he has, you know, he, Phil Spencer has full support of, uh, you know, of, of Satya Nadal. And that's, that's, that's a really, really big deal. But I do want to uh, confirm two things. One that we learned from Satya Nadala was the fact that um, life to date, and what exactly does that mean? What, what does life to date mean? Life to date means from console launch to current position in the, wherever we are in the year. The Xbox Series X and S is the best-selling Xbox in the history of their gaming division. That's a big deal. That is a monster deal. That goes to show that they are breaking barriers down. People are buying Xboxes. We also learned during the event and uh, Risk It for the Biscuit uh, sat down with me yesterday and we discussed this specifically. If you missed that episode, go check out Xvlog Live for yesterday. We had a great conversation, a, a fantastic conversation. One of the things we learned is... Um, that Microsoft, specifically this particular Xbox, is um, is not only selling well on the Series X side, but the Xbox Series S. And, and again, I, I called it years ago, uh, before when, when it was only a rumor, that this was going to be Microsoft's Trojan horse into the industry to, 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 to break down barriers. You, you, I mean, you can listen to me and Keith talk about this for years when this was a rumor. Again, confirmed by Satya Nadala, more than half of the Xbox Series S consoles sold are new customers. That's bonkers. Think Again, think about that for a second. More than half of Series S owners right now today on this Friday are new people, new gamers to the platform. That's Massive. And what's even more crazy about that number is this year is the worst year in Xbox history for first party games, for bangers, as the kids say. But I want to read to you, uh, and I, I don't, again, this is, this is one of the few, um, you know, like uh, connections I have that gives me, you know, breaking news before it's out for the public. I cannot disclose who they are because obviously don't want to get anybody in trouble. But um, they sent me this this morning, and this this letter comes the way of um, Satya Nadala. Now, this is this you can find this on LinkedIn. I don't know if it's available for everyone. I happen to have it, so I'm going to keep it that way. Um, and this is what Satya Nadala had to say. But more importantly. This is the header for this letter for the company. And I just want to read it to you because I think it's, it's incredibly important. It's obviously labeled as Microsoft. This is the letter to the, the, letter to the all employees. And it says this, folks. Empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. Now, I don't know about you, but that gave me goosebumps. Think about what they're, what they're saying here. Empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. Like, if that doesn't say something to you, then you might not actually be alive. Because that says something to me. But 
Here is what Satya Nadala had to say exclusively regarding gaming. The big bets we have made across content, community, and cloud over the past few years continue to pay off. We've sold more Xbox Series S and Series X consoles life to date than any previous generation of Xbox. And with X with Xbox Cloud Gaming, we're bringing games to an entirely new endpoints. In the past year, we've made many of our most popular titles accessible on phones, tablets, TVs, and low-spec PCs for the first time. Our Xbox Game Pass subscription service now includes access to hundreds of games. And with our planned acquisition of Activision Blizzard, we aim to give players more choice to play great games wherever, whenever, and however they want. Choice is equally important to developers who we want to support with diversity of distribution and business models for their games. We believe the acquisition will unlock opportunities for innovation and enable the industry to grow. That is a powerful statement. I want to go first to Crispy on this. Crispy, when you hear the head, the CEO, the top dog of Microsoft, not only having a header that says they want to empower the entire planet, but do you talk about gaming? In this statement, it is saying to me anyway that they want more gamers to have access to more games than ever before. Not being exclusive like Sony is doing and driving home that point with what we talked about in topic number one, but literally welcoming anyone, allowing for anyone on any financial station to still be a part of gaming. That's powerful. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think Microsoft is, is first of all, all in on gaming, if you didn't know it already. Um, you know, th- there hasn't been more talk from the CEO about gaming I've ever seen uh, from Microsoft. So, you know, he's he's just, he knows what the effect of, you know, allowing people to play on their phones and, and other things can really do for someone. Um, being being able to play high quality games. I mean, that that's the best part of it. And, you know, Game Pass being, you know, the, the way it's set up is is so pro-consumer that, you know, that's where we are like, as long as you don't raise the price crazy, we're not going to go crazy about it. We're going to say, hey, I don't, I'm a consumer. I don't want to pay it. But in realism, with all the other examples out there, for them to still not have raised the price, I'm surprised. But this is where you go and say you want to be able to access all these gamers that, you know, may not be able to buy the console and that's how you're doing it with mobile and that's where this abk deal that's it it's not call of duty it is king and if you don't know that i mean you just have to look at the revenue stream compared to each you know and and you also have to realize the development cost of a call of duty i mean it's gonna be uh way more than you would even realize with all those developers involved in it and this is where you say, okay, what is, what is Xbox really saying with this right now? What is Microsoft saying with this? They're saying that in their own, I would say, shadowy way that the competition that we can provide, the, the ability to allow gamers to game wherever they want, 
is going to drive the industry forward. And it's going to make other companies that are in gaming consider this. And that's what I see from this. I see them, you know, very nonchalantly pointing out that many companies have the ability to do this and none of them are really doing it. And that's not a great to point. The ex- yeah. Not, yeah, not to the extent that Microsoft's willing to go. And this, you know, this is where you look at, you know, when we started, when I started with a, a original Apple computer in my school. And you look at where you went from there, and then Microsoft started pushing Apple as well, and Apple started pushing Microsoft. And this is where we we began this computer generation that we're in now. We began it with with companies pushing each other. Yes, there were there are bitter rivals, but in the end, you got you got your Windows operating system because of stuff like this. You got Apple. You know, once they got into phones. They, before the phones, they were really, they didn't have an avenue to really hit those trillion dollar marks. They were they were releasing computers, but the phone is what has gotten them way over the top. But this is all pushing, you know, pushing each other back and forth. And this is what needs to happen because everybody just null and voids Nintendo. Okay, that's not that's not their competition. Even the CMA is like, oh, Nintendo don't matter. It's like, dude, they they sell the most consoles. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. Like, if you're going to null and void that, then who's the competition for Sony? Well, it's directly you know, to, Microsoft. To, to your point, and and, and I want to bring this up because I think it's very it's 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 it's, per, it's a perfect a point to bring up simply because you mentioned Nintendo. Now VGC charts uh, just brought out their year to year comparison. Uh, you know who's in first place? It's not Sony uh, when it comes to console sales. It's Nintendo. And they're at 43.7% of the market. 43.7%. You know who's number three? Yeah, it's Microsoft. Uh, Number two, Sony. Not a surprise. But that's the thing. When you hear the CMA specifically say, well, the the, the Nintendo, because Microsoft's point was, well, look, Nintendo has been number one for X amount of years uh, when it comes to console sales, and they don't have Call of Duty. The CMA literally said, "Well, that does Nintendo is not a part of the uh, of the of the industry." Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? Is that not the most ridiculous thing? They have 43 percent of them, almost 44 percent of the market. Uh, yeah, of course they count, and they don't have Call of Duty. They made their own shooter in Splatoon uh, that didn't sell well on on its original one. And guess what? Splatoon three, one of the best selling games of 2022. That's what Sony could do. They could make their own shooter. But please continue. Well, and, and that's the point. And, and, you know, they're they're completely mulling over the fact that nobody's even talking about, you know, Microsoft, this acquisition goes through. They actually want to bring Call of Duty to the Switch, which which never happened. And, and they have proof that they can do this. They did it with Outer Worlds. Ori, OK, Ori, even though it's it's a side scroller, that that game is is very taxing visually and everything else. So uh, it's a masterpiece, have, dude. Yeah. And, and they have shown that they can do this and they, they work well with Nintendo. And, you know, to just say, OK, well, that's, you know, they don't matter. is It's just it's ridiculous. And that's where we, we get a little angry about this whole thing. So I, I think this is just Satya saying, look, we have to focus on what we can do. And right now we need to push the industry. Now, the ABK deal goes through or not. 
I don't think it's going to change anything for Microsoft. I think they're they're going to be more aggressive, and I think they're going to be a little angry about it, and they're going to probably go and start scooping up tons of smaller developers or mid-developers because of it, because they have this money sitting here. Yeah, they got to pay a, a, a tax back to ABK, but there's still a ton of money just sitting there. So yeah. you're going to see them grabbing whoever they can, and that's where you go and say, okay, well, you, you didn't want this. Now you're going to get this. And that's yeah. that's something that they're going to push the industry and they're trying to do that right now. It's whether they're allowed to or not. Yeah. Well, only I, again, time is going to tell. We're going to start knowing, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that the FTC is going to come forward. This, But the FTC's uh, decision is supposed to be levied uh, mid-November. And remember, you know, remember that they, they, they don't approve the deal. They just don't attempt to block it. They, you, you know, if, if you don't hear anything uh, from the FTC, that means that they're allowing for the deal to go through. Uh, again, uh, we learned this from Hogue Law. They don't. They, they, they're not approving the deal. They're simply not. They don't have. A, they don't oppose it. And if they don't hear anything, that means that that, that Microsoft is going to continue forward with the deal, at least here in the United States. They just have to get past the EU and the and the uh, the the CMA, which. Again, the CMA is in their second their second look right now. And what we learned, and obviously you were there on Wednesday, and I didn't even know this. We learned a lot from Luke Steele. The CMA uh, Phase One is con- uh, is comprised of thirty members, whereas the Phase Two, different, uh, you know, even though same organization, different group of people, more educated. There's only five of them versus the thirty. And I think that uh, ultimately, I think uh, the ver- very much the uh, uh, to what uh, Everborn said, he believes it's going to be a whole lot of nothing. They're going to they're going to pass the deal, and, that, and there probably won't even be any consents, to be honest with you, or you know, or to, to, you know, consent decrees. But Drake, hey, let me let me chime in there on the sure. review thing. They review; they never approve because Correct. if they approve, they will be liable for if something doesn't go right, and that's government wide. Yes. So they'll they'll review it, and like like you said before, you know. Uh, they'll block it if they see that something's not right. But otherwise, it's just considered a review, and then it goes through. Okay? If they approve, it holds somebody liable that somebody approves something. So that's why they do that. So sorry about that. But I just No, 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 no. I'm glad you jumped in because I was going to do it anyway. clarification there when it comes to that stuff. Um, yet again, it's stuff that I deal with, uh, ah. but it, it goes across the board. No, that, that's good stuff. Again, you're always learning, and, and, I, and I love the fact that we are here, too. Uh, you know, before I give you the microphone, Dreadpool, uh, Jason Purcell uh, in the in the chat says uh, regarding uh, the, the the letter that I wrote uh, read from Satya Nadala, he says that's good stuff. Leadership with motivation and uh, and uh, and actionable objectives, and that's absolutely correct in saying so. W- where do you personally? Uh, w- what's your feeling on what Satya had to say? Because uh, to me, he sounded like he was talking about the world rather than it just be just the Xbox platform. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was. I, I was asking you what. What are your thoughts on yeah. what uh, the letter I read from Satya? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you. I must have had some issue there because you blanked out. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it, it's 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 funny how. I don't know if anybody really knows this, but I think that's partially why this letter is out there. Uh, all of micro, pretty much almost every single aspect of whatever Microsoft does, all their um, different, you know, mini companies, 
their revenue is going down. They're not increasing. They've been decreasing. And um, Xbox is the only one that's really been pushing up and, and, you know, showing that it's sustaining and it's it's not letting, if you want to call it recession, you want to call it anything else uh, from previous, uh, you know, uh, years that we've had issues with uh, everything, you know, in the world. Um, but with that, what Xbox is doing with Game Pass is showing you that there's a lot of growth there. And they've already said that many times that they want to reach more than what they've been able to reach. And PC market, it's not just the only market that they've been trying to reach. You know, uh, Crispy brought it up earlier that, you know, cell phone, ABK, right? K, King, the cell phone market has always been uh, dominant when it comes to the stuff. You, you look at their numbers, you know, you got all these free-to-play games, you know, Candy Crush, prime example. How, how many thousands of dollars have people spent on a free game, you know? Uh, and that's not the only game, but that's like the biggest game that everybody knows, uh, if they didn't know of any games, you know, that's the biggest one. Now, when you look at that and you look at games like Call of Duty, um, yes, you're paying to get the game. But look at the seasons. Look at all the stuff that they do. I mean, why do you think, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Epic one. Uh, I blanked out the name. Fortnite. Fortnite. Thank you. Fortnite. Why do you think Fortnite is doing all that? Why do you think Fortnite is, is so huge? You just download the game, start playing. Oh, well, you know what? You want a skin? Here you go. Here's this. Here's that. You know, and that and that's that's the thing that they're seeing. They're seeing that that's that growth is nonstop and, and further reaching than they really imagined. You know, and Windows being everywhere and that's still seeing a setback. That tells you something that, you know, and, and you know Satya sees that because they're all money men, you know. Phil is a gamer, but he's still a money man. He's not he's not just a, an idiot like we are that just sit here and talk games and have fun, you know, playing games. He he he's he's more meticulous than that. You know, that's why he said, you know, um that we want to encompass everything. We want to do more. He wants gamers to be um welcomed in you know you you want that right because then if he welcomes in the nintendo section right you have this whole another section that they can have access to you know that's why they offered the game pass to sony which obviously if i was sony i'd say <laughs> you could take that and stick it somewhere else but you know nintendo and microsoft have had a pretty good uh relationship right so you could see where satya would be like all right phil You've got you've got something going here. I can see where you're you're headed to with this. You can make their console better, you know, their handheld better uh, by using us. You know, I could see that. You know, and yes, Microsoft does have ties with Sony, not PlayStation per se, but Sony itself with Azure and other other facets that they use. But that's that's the thing is business is business. You know, they're not looking at everybody's competition. But when you're getting screwed over left and right everywhere else and you're seeing where you're not getting screwed over, even though you are getting screwed over by the, by the deal being held up. But you see that you're making money here and you see where where it's it's turning around. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Xbox is not holding up Microsoft. They're not 
carrying them on their back. There's, there's, there's so much more. They're just a small little thing, but that small little chunk can be a bigger uh, chunk later on in the future. And that's what they're seeing. They're predicting these things. They see these trends. They're reading the numbers. They're, they're reading all this stuff and making their wise predictions. You know, you can, you can see all this stuff. We've done it before ourselves where we've recognized the trends and seen the signs and, you know, and been able to make a, a wise prediction. You know, sometimes it's throwing some, you know, spaghetti on the wall to see if it sticks. But sometimes you can actually say, okay, this is El Dante. We're good here. We don't need no more before it becomes mush and, and doesn't have that, the quality texture that it should have. And that's what they're doing here. So I, I, I see, it, you know, Satya is, is keeping an eye on this more so than before. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, listen, like I said, you know, back in the days before, uh, you know, they they took gaming seriously, uh, you know, it was just another, uh, you know, uh, division of X uh, of Microsoft. Now, now, gaming is such a big deal that it's literally making up a, a huge uh, section of 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 what Microsoft does. And I, I do like what I like what he had to say. I do like the way that uh you know gaming is important uh but I, I i do like the the approach that gaming is for everyone that it shouldn't be an, an exclusive uh thing and i and one of the things that i fight back on uh um dread uh is the fact that when you see people on social media uh specifically when you talk about the world the world as we know inflation has gone up uh it's hard for everyone to even pay rent you know get food on the table. I've had people tell me, well, how dare someone that, 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 uh, you know, that is worrying about putting food on the table. How dare they, they want to play video games. I, I don't know about you, but I use, I use gaming as a bit of an out, you know, sometimes when life is kind of sucks and you get, you get walked away. I mean, if, who, who are you to suggest that it's only for a specifically, a financial station. If yeah. you're if you're if you're in that group, you're an asshole. I'm gonna why, why right are you now. pocket watching somebody? Because I mean, if you want to pocket watch somebody, how about the the movie goers that go and buy buy a movie ticket, buy popcorn, buy the drinks, buy all you know all the extra uh, candies that they have, you know, and that's a one one shot deal. This is a, a multiple shot deal where you continuously play the game for however long you want, and you can share it with other people, and you can do this. And and you know, and the funny part is nobody's making you do that. So why are you watch um, pocket watching somebody else's money? Let them have the choice. If, if that's what they decide to do, yeah, some people will have a home theater that they spent thousands of dollars. So money's being spent no matter what, you know. And that's their means of escape or relaxation to get down to uh being whole then let them be that right and that's that's the thing you know and movies bring people together tv shows bring people together games bring people together why are we still trying to separate each other and, and sit there and nitpick what you can and can't do when i can do whatever i want but i'm gonna nitpick you bs you know that, and that's you, you got to remember to stop doing that stuff. Share the hobbies, share our passions, not gatekeep. Quit I moving agree. The goalposts. Yeah. Oh well, moving the goalposts is what Sony does best, and it's what their yeah. players do best. And uh, like I said, shout out to Randall Thor for putting out a gift that I literally laughed out loud. Like his tweet was 
hilarious, mm -hmm. especially on all of the knuckleheads about how Game Pass is losing money and that developers aren't being paid well and that no one cares about Game Pass. What a bunch of boobs. I mean, listen, I don't hold receipts because I, I don't care what you say. If you put yourself out there to be an idiot, well, that's good on you. But someone will hold receipts. Uh, but let's get, let's bring in Web Dave. Dave, yep. what, what are your thoughts on taking a look at the way Satya Nadala not only looks at gaming, but more importantly, looks at the world, at, at others outside of the Xbox and Microsoft platform? Well, I think it's um, it, it's awesome that he's doing this and that he's making this known to his, uh, you know, to his employees. I believe it's an inner memo that was going. It around. is, yeah. It, it, he it's, he does this yearly, yeah. And it was, uh, and it, it really instills uh, confidence in the team and and what they're trying to achieve with the gaming division now. And I think it's important, you know, to show them, you know, that that he has their back, that he is definitely you know putting uh putting an emphasis on this because they do deem it as an important growth for the company as a whole i mean when it comes down to it you know microsoft is a business too and they definitely want to continue to make money and they're not going to be throwing you know bad money uh, after bad money they're you know they they see the potential and they uh they're going for it and i think it's this is the best time for them to make the move to, to, to go forward and, and him, the, the comments he made, you know, are really reassuring and should be reassuring to, to everybody who is a gamer, because it's not only, you know, is he, you know, focusing on Microsoft, you know, but he sees the gaming as a whole as an industry is something that we, you know, that they want to focus on because it's good for them and it's good for everyone if it continues to grow. That's you know that's that's the way I see his comments is that uh, it's a very positive thing, uh, it's good for the industry, and I'm thinking that uh, you know we we haven't heard the last <laughs> from Satya for by any means uh, on his because uh, uh, luckily he's uh, he's all about his his comments and his feels as it were so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, before I bring uh, uh, Fuzzy into the conversation, Blind Mephisto in the chat says, Hot damn, a deal popped up to get Days Gone and Resident Evil 4 Ultimate HD Edition on Steam for 10 bucks, Dude, I'm, mm -hmm. as soon as the show is done, I'm going to buy it. I just got my Steam Deck, which I have not been using. I did buy Resident Evil 2 and I played it for a little bit. It looks crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Steam Deck owner. I don't know how to use that thing. Honestly, I'm not. A, I don't even know how to get Xbox Game Pass on it yet. Kay Asante is going to help me do that because he's going to fix you up. Yeah, we he's going to fix me. I'm night. not a tech guy. I, I just want to plug and play. I, I'm a barbarian like that. I'm sorry. I admit it publicly on the air. Oh, but I'm definitely going to grab Resident Evil 4 Ultimate and uh, uh, Days Gone. Like I said, I'm going to buy all the Sony games on, on uh, during Black Friday. With Spider-Man's like 10 or 15 bucks, I'm buying it. There's no, no doubt Look about it. Look at the it. bright side. You're, you're joining the PCMR. The poor I know, which I, I don't think they want me. I'm going to be that, honest with you. I don't think they really want me because I'm not a PC guy. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm, I'm, listen, it is what it is. Uh, I got I got the Steam Deck at a deal that you just could not refuse, and that's thanks to Everborn Saga. So, uh, uh, listen, um, Fuzzy, one mm -hmm. of the things that I want to touch on here specifically, um, and this is important because as gamers, we talk about value for us, right? We, you know, everyone so far has had great points about, 
you know, what Microsoft brings to the conversation in regards to the, the gaming public, not just the Xbox gaming public, but the gamers across the world. They want to invite everyone in. And I understand it's a business. But it's this this statement that I find to be important. I want to get your I want to get your specific point on it. Choice mm-hmm. is equally important to developers who we want to support with diversity of distribution and business models for their games. We believe the acquisition will unlock opportunities for innovation and enable the industry to grow. That is big. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Well, a little bit on the business side of things. I think part of it is what they had hinted to as far as doing like a mobile store. I'm not sure how full on that they're going to go as far as the uh, the mobile space, whether there'll be another Windows phone or not. But offering a another storefront that as they've talked about in the past, isn't going to take as much of a cut as like what Google play and what Apple do for like some of the the big studios. And even uh, some of the rollbacks that they've done a a little bit on, like for smaller studios, I think Apple takes like, uh, I want to say it's as low as like uh, 18 or 19% or something like that. If you're like under a million downloads or something along those lines, but even, even still, I think Microsoft overall is, is trying to make it so, if you're a developer anywhere around the globe and you want to be able to get your game in front of an audience, they're going to do their best to make it possible and not, you know, hit you over the head a couple of times and take empty out your pockets to do so and, and give you the type of exposure to an audience that wouldn't normally necessarily uh, have that visibility uh, on other platforms. So one consoles as a whole, they're kind of topping out at around two to 300 million or 200 to 300 million. So yep. if, if you're going to go above and beyond, like reach those 3 billion gamers, as they've talked about before, you, you got to include mobile, you got to include PC and other devices like, uh, you know, TVs with built in apps and things along those lines to allow not just the developers to have more freedom and, and, and visibility, but, the potential clients or customers, the the gamers out there in all shapes and sizes and forms, whether it be mobile, console, PC, and so forth, have access to th- those games and things. So I, I think it, it's, I mean, some of it business speak, but also just the, the fact that he's putting that out there. So the entire team is kind of on the same page and they know that they're, they're going for the big picture. They're not just focused on, you know, a box under your TV or, or a, a box under your, your computer desk type of thing. It, it's above and beyond that. And, and they have to think that way or at least put the word out so that way they don't find themselves, you know, pigeonholing themselves in, you know, certain formats. And I mean, if they can get back into mobile, opening up that mobile store and like you were saying, you know, many moons ago as far as like a, a Game Pass mobile, I, I think that's, you know, the way moving forward. And I think Microsoft as a whole, you know, not only do they have the wherewithal to be able to do things along those lines, but make it possible for both gamers and developers to find each other, I guess is not the best way to put it. I mean, listen, it's, it, it makes it makes perfect sense. Uh, why I was laughing is uh, another VGC article from uh, Chris Scullion mm-hmm. uh, just dro- got dropped in by N64 Josh. Uh, and apparently, Modern Warfare 2 crossplay can't be disabled on Xbox and PC versions, but can uh, be disabled on PlayStation. And they actually just did an update to that. Here's, here's what you can do. 
It cannot be disabled at all on PC. But PlayStation uh, has at the ready a disable option. So you can play with only PlayStation uh, players. If you're on on Xbox and you want to disable play uh, crossplay entirely, you have to go into into system level, meaning you'd have to go into, I believe, the way it's being described here is go into your Xbox and disable crossplay. Whereas the PlayStation version literally has a, a, an option in Call of Duty that suggests uh, crossplay. Uh, you can you can you can have it uh, a, you know open or disabled. Which again, it's just one of those things that they had with the marketing deal, which is just crazy. Again, not that big of a deal, but still a bit of a head scratcher when you look at what uh, uh, the you know what, what Sony has been doing, crying about this this deal. But listen, folks, I want to get to the next topic. We are an hour and almost an hour and a half into uh, today's incredible episode. We got to talk about Game Pass and why it's a, why it's a topic. Why, why, you know, all Boomstick's talking about Game Pass again. Yeah, we have to. Because not only, have, even though without, you know, the bangers, as the kids say, for this year, Microsoft definitely showed up short with their first party. Can't argue with the, the amount of games they have delivered in Game Pass. Well, here's the thing, folks. In 2023, I have a list of games that is coming that is going to literally blow your mind. Now, again, I'm not going to suggest that Oh, this is why they're increasing the price. It could very well be. We know that that no 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 Xbox uh, anything is getting its price increase for the holiday. Phil has already confirmed that. Now, does that change next year? I I honestly don't know. I would imagine with this list of games, they're going to have to raise prices. Now, again, I I don't cap for the three billion dollar company. I, I I oppose all increases. But like I said, for me, selfishly. I'm paid up until 2025, so I'm good. That's why I'm telling everyone, stack your Game Pass. When you see a deal, stack it. Game- Black Friday is a couple of weeks away. But here is the here's the list of games. And mind you, I left at least a dozen off because I just I, there's only so much I could read, right? Here it goes. Persona 3, Persona 4, Atomic Heart, Wulong Fallen Legacy, Warhammer Darktide, GoldenEye 007, Age of Empires 2, Age of Empires 4, Ark 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Stalker 2, Minecraft Legends, uh, The Last uh, Case of Benedict Fox, Flintlock, Valheim, Lies of P, um, uh, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, The New Forza, Redfall, Starfield, Hellblade 2, Ghostwire Tokyo, Replaced, Diablo 4, The Last Night, Guilty Gear Strive, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Special Edition, Dead Static Drive, Planet of Lana, Ravenlock, and Irvin Shadow Legacy. I mean, are you effing kidding me? That's not what's releasing next year. That's releasing and going directly day and date into Game Pass, and there's still a dozen more games I could have added to that conversation. Crispy, when you see what is being delivered into Xbox Game Pass, I think Sony has every right to be concerned because they don't offer that many games, especially any games day and date. The only one that has come so far is Stray, and Stray is a good game. I really, really like it. That's why I upgraded to premium. 
What are your thoughts on this list of games coming next year? I think the question is, when the F are you going to have time to play these games? Yeah, yeah. Can we have a game called Time? Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Can I pause time? <laughs> yeah, let's just pause for like a whole year. Um, and that's the thing. There's a huge diversity there, and and that's that's attractive to, uh, you know, especially like when the family plan actually comes out. I think this is going to be huge because you, you really have such a different variety of games that somebody is going to like something from there. And you really look at it and you're going to say, wow, I, you know, I don't have to drop, you know, you know, $60, at least for now, you know, for some of these games. I'm sure some are, you know, in the 40 realm because, you know, rather than uh, pricing you out of uh, certain games, they'll say, you know, th this game's not quite worth that full price. So here you go. I mean, it. You know, thankfully, uh, Xbox hasn't acted like Sony with such things. Um, it's it's just crazy how many games are. I mean, certainly you can make the argument some could get pushed back. Um, you know, especially you know, like I like I've said before, you know, four games next year that are are big AAA games. That's what I would think. I would you know, some people are saying avowed and and other such things. I would be hesitant, um, you know, could they swap places? Could Hellblade swap with something, vice versa? Sure, absolutely. But, you know, just to look at the the magnitude of Starfield alone, you know, I think that would sell Game Pass tenfold. But to add all these other games, like Lies of P, people are really looking at that game like, wow, that, that game's like kind of, you know. That game got... looks like a Sony game, straight up. Like, yeah. honestly, it does. Yeah. And that's that's where I, I kind of made that that funny comment that you know you liked and a bunch of about a well, plague's tale. It's like, dude, like, what, why aren't you guys talking about this on your console too? You know, and you're, you're touting those sales. I mean, we we've been waiting for this. You know, we haven't had much, you know, come down the pipeline. A lot of smaller stuff, a lot of stuff pushed back. So you know, like a plague's tale was like, yeah, we're gonna use it for Game Pass. That's what we got. So. Yeah, it's one of those things like you're not even including like what's going to happen with the next gears and 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 all these other games. I mean, Fable, you know, what I mean, you know, you got games that are just sitting there. It's like, could they, you know, swap? Could they drop it, you know, earlier than expected? Sure. But I think right now, just having that for next year is like it, it's going to scare Sony a little bit because they don't they refuse to do the same things that Xbox does. Now, you could say. You know, it takes too much money for them, whatever it may be. They do have the choice. They could, you know, like I said, uh, you know, on Wednesday, they could have a $20 tier and give you your exclusives day and day, or maybe a, a three months after you're guaranteed to get it. Try something. You know, don't sit here and cry about it. Yeah, it's their deal. choice, Crispy. I, I, I think that's I think that's what it is. They, they just don't want to do it. Yeah, and, and, and you know, like, if you're going to say, oh, well, we won't get this. Well, if you want to play the game three months before it goes into our service, you're going to have to buy it. That's fair enough. You know I mean? It's at least the, you're experimenting. You're trying something new. Right now, you're just saying, oh, we're we're all in on games as a service. Okay, but what about the subscription you charge more for? Like, how about that? How about you do something with it? How about how about not coming out and saying that you're only going to release old games into it? So you're not even going to, you know, technically if it's three months ago, you could say that's an old game. How about you try that? Then you're not putting your foot completely in your mouth. <laughs> you know, I, I just, this is where we're talking about competition here. Like this is, this is Xbox saying, look, we're ready for next year. 
you know, we screwed up this year. We're going to take our L we're going to shut up and next year we're going to bring it. And, and if it doesn't happen, you better well know that uh, me and everybody on this panel are going to rake up through the coals. You know what I mean? We, we expect three big, huge games minimum next year, you know, and, and that's, that's something that, you know, if we don't get it, we're going to have a problem. Oh no no we we've we've called, we've all called out so uh Microsoft for it. I I call, listen I, I said it from the beginning of the year that, that this is unacceptable not to have a, a major third part uh first party game release in 2022. I, I I absolutely called them out for it. I I've talked about it and I'm not and and they're probably not even mad that I did because they know that they effed up. That that's the end of that story. There, there's there's no excuse. But again I, I, I do have to then say, well, they didn't deliver on first party, but as a, as a Game Pass subscriber, as a customer, they deliver tenfold in, 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 in games. And uh, I got to find out who, who said this. Hold on a second. Let me see. One of the biggest things that uh, no one is talking about is when uh, League of Legends and all of those games drop into Game Pass. Now, it's not, it's not dropping into Game Pass console. It's dropping at the Game Pass PC. But what's important about that is the value that's coming with it. Like I don't play League of Legends. Like that's MOBAs are just not my thing. They've never been my thing. But I, from what I understand, if you wanted to buy all of the characters, all of the heroes for that that one game, right? It's over eight hundred dollars, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You can download every one of those heroes the day it goes into the service. Think about that for a second. So for $15, you're getting $800 worth of heroes on that one game. But there's a ton of games that are dropping in uh, from Riot. I think there are four or five of them. And, and if you put all of the money value together, it's probably two or $3,000 worth of DLC that you just have to press download. That's bonkers. But listen, I don't want to get you know take this off of uh, of what we're talking about. But Dreadpool, that list of games is staggering, and and and, and Crispy really hit the nail on the head. Diversity, there's something there for everyone, and there are a lot of AAA monsters there. What are your thoughts on this list? Uh, games are they coming out? Xbox has none. Blah blah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, come on now. Who isn't excited about these games? You know, I'm not into Souls games, but uh, uh Life of P, right? Eliza P looks really Liza good. P, there you go. Yeah, Liza... look, looks that's really that's interesting. Good, I'll yeah. try it out. And that's that's the beauty of this stuff. Um, you know, if you have Game Pass, you can just look at it this way. Don't even look at it as a rental, right? You know, oh, it's a rental. We used to do that. You anyway. have the option to buy it if you want, dude. Exactly. Add a discount <laughs> Add a dis- on top of that. But here's Add the a- best part. Look at it as a glorified demo. You can try it out. And if you don't like it, you can just return it by deleting it off your console. If you like it, guess what? Instead of going back to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or the other mom and pop stores that might be selling those kind of games too, right along with their rentals or buying that said rental, you can just go right to Best Buy and buy it at a discount. You can, you know, you can go anywhere you that they sell these things. 
You know, um, if Sears was still around, you could go there and buy it. But, you know, and you could just buy it digitally right there while you're at the store, you know, or you can wait it out and say, you know what? I've played it. I'm done playing it. And now it's coming out of the store. Uh, I'm feeling nostalgic for it. I'll buy it now. I'll buy it while it's still in the store before it exits. Or you can just say, you know what? I've played it. I'm done with it. I don't need to buy it no more. I don't because I, I, I have no use for it. And you move on. I mean, that's the choice of these options that you have, you know, and all these games coming out. It's exciting. It's exciting to see that there's variety there. Um, yet again, it's 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 so funny how, it, you know, I had to bring it out and lay it out like it's a like a demo rental. Come on up, you know, but that's that's people forget about that. It, it's a choice and you have plenty of choices or options to choose from. You know what I mean? So you can choose to play these games. And unfortunately, the one option you don't have, as you guys said, was time dilation where you can just stop time so you can play these games and get them all you know, done in, in however long it takes for that time dilation to, to kick back in and you know bring you back to reality. But it is what it is. And it, it's good to see that there's plenty of games coming out that you'll have access to. And yet again, like I said, I'm not into Souls, but there's some games that are, you know, more and more getting me excited for these type of games. At least try them out and, and see if maybe this one will will let me like a Souls type game, you know, and that's the cool thing. It's not a bro shooter, man. It's a bro shooter console. We're not doing that no more. You know, it, there, there's a lot of, you know, and, and it was bro shooter. And then we were getting the, um, why, why are we getting these kitty titles? Yeah. Kitty titles and bro dude shooters. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was, well, yeah, the kid kitty titles. I get it. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but guess what? You're trying to bring in the next generation. Right. And that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to bring in everybody from all aspects of life all aspects of backgrounds, all aspects of interests to the system, right? And this is the, the ecosystem. It doesn't matter if it's Xbox, Game Pass, uh, uh, like a console, TV, or phone, whatever. It's the ecosystem of Xbox, plain and simple. There is That's why they got rid of Xbox Live, which I believe I heard that they may be um, bringing back the name Xbox Live. But that's, uh, you heard it here. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, predictions, watching the trends, watching predictions, like I said earlier. But that's yet again, it's 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 cool to see that this stuff is out there and they're coming and, and they have dates and they have, you know, so I'm just excited, man. I, yeah. I download yeah, I've downloaded everything that I can and, and waiting to, to get into it so I can start playing them. Yeah, my, 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 the two problems I have is space and time, uh, which obviously when you produce four live shows per week, five per sh- uh, per week, it's it's hard to catch up. But right now, my, my addiction is Gotham Knights, which I'm absolutely loving. But one of the titles, uh, Web Days, that I left over there uh, was Evil West, uh, which looks, oh, my God, I cannot wait for that game. And uh, shout out to Thanaros in the chat where he said uh that uh gun grave was it Thanos that said that hold on a sec who, who said gun grave i don't want to uh, sorry about that Dan- yeah it, it was him Thanos actually said gun grave which if you don't know looks oh my god so freaking over the top 
uh, is in Game Pass next month as well. But Web Dave, reading the list to you, putting mm-hmm. the list into the DM. I mean, dude, like talk about getting your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, not capping for the company. If they raise prices, I'll understand because of that kind of value that's being put into the service. I don't like it. But like I said, selfishly, I'm paid up to the 2025. So there's no price increase for boom. Right. That's why I suggest to everyone. But what what are your thoughts on the games coming next year? Well, it's it's a it's amazing how much choice you're gonna have, how much games and stuff that are coming for a service that you're or you know we're already paying for plus you got to consider i mean that we speculation is that uh probably you know during the keely show uh the award show there will be uh, an announcement uh probably the official announcement uh for when uh the family plan will be uh, unleashed on uh on us and that's gonna i mean that it, when the family plans out there you have you know five you and four other people can have such choice and diversity where you can all play together on the same game, or you can all be playing something different and, you know, something there pretty much for everybody, all different types and likes and stuff that you, you can try out that you may never have played before. It's going to be right there for you. I mean, lots of great, lots of great choices, lots of great things. And there's, there's so much more coming that we don't even know about yet. I mean, and then, and you think, you know, first party games, Oh my gosh, you know, with the with the studios that they've acquired, the ones that they've already got out and the games we know are coming, you know, the first party is is astronomical how much yeah. how much value that puts in there. I mean, Starfield alone would probably be worth it. <laughs> but, you know, to, for all that stuff that they're putting in there, all the different games that are coming, uh, it's, you know, and, and like you said, there's still probably maybe 20 or 30 more in that period or more. Yep. Yeah, that are coming that we don't even know about yet. That just hadn't been announced, or from third parties that we just don't know. It's um, I, I, man, it's a it's a really good time to be a gamer, and the benefits of Game Pass, uh, are awesome. You know, and and somebody in the chat earlier was, you know, was saying, you know, well, why, you know, why are they keeping the Bethesda game, excuse me, uh, not on, uh, you know, or keeping them away from uh, from PlayStation, you know? But Phil said it best. You know, if uh, if it's uh, if it was on, you know, if it's coming to Game Pass, you know, maybe someday, you know, Sony might uh, might have to uh, make those adjustments. You just never know. You well, know. I mean, listen, it's the same way Spider Man isn't available on any other console other than uh, right. uh, than than uh, than PlayStation. Look, the exclusives exclusives matter. Yep. Exclusives are part of the industry. So you don't see me crying about not playing Spider Man. I, I I bought Spider Man twice. I platinumed it the first time, and uh, I'm, I'm about to platinum Miles Morales right now. So I I I I I'll play Spider Man on the PlayStation Five. That's fine. But here's the problem. The problem is is that Microsoft didn't change any of their their. They didn't lie, right? They said we're going to continue to support uh, places that have uh, communities with Bethesda games. You know what they announced just yesterday? That the PlayStation Five version of uh, the the upgrade version for Fallout 4, not only coming to Xbox and PC, it's also coming to the PlayStation 5. And guess how much Microsoft is charging uh, the Sony players? (laughs) Nothing. That's right. You're getting the upgrade that actually took a full team to develop for because you're getting an FPS boost. You're getting 4K graphics. You're getting all the bells and whistles. 
and you're not paying a dime PlayStation players. In fact, no one is paying anything. And that's the difference. Sony charges us $10 for an upgrade, and Microsoft does a full-on upgrade across multiple platforms, multiple systems, multiple specs, and they're upgrading for the price of free. That's the difference. But yeah, and you know what? And been teams that want to play the um the, the Starfield and Redfall and all these PlayStation players that, that want to play those games that are, you know, that are that are bitching about it not being available to them that they have to, you know, fifteen dollars a month or just ten dollars a month, you can get on your PC or your phone and you can play it without even having to buy an Xbox. You don't have to buy the console, you don't have to be invested in the ecosystem of Microsoft if you don't want to be and you can still enjoy these games for as long as you continue to pay even yeah. if you just pay for 3 4 months just so you can get the you know get the game out of your system those are options that PlayStation will never give you ever that's all I got no i mean good stuff listen let's get fuzzy's opinion on this and but before i do fuzz let me catch up some some of the super chats Gerald Mack generous friend of the program not only has been a channel member for an entire year. Thank you, Gerald, for that. He drops a $5 super chat. And he actually says something that's pretty, it's it's a relevant conversation. He says, this PlayStation exclusivity bundle proves that the CMA is in pocket with Sony. Uh, it's just disrespectful and blatant arrogance. I, I Listen, I, mm-hmm. I know that people disagree with me. And I actually was told, boom, I don't know if it's a good idea if you uh, potentially incite or insinuate that there's corruption I mean, I call I call a spade a spade, brother. I I, I said with the comments coming from there, there, there are two things I took away from the CMA on Phase One. Uh, one, they're in pocket and they don't care who knows about it, or they're just ignorant and stupid. Uh, and their comments proved either one or the other. So I don't know which is worse. Are you are, are you know is there collusion? Is there corruption? Or are they just ignorant? Are they uninformed? Are they not doing their job? I don't know which is worse. I think that the crime aspect of it is being in pocket might be. But again, that's 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 a that's a horse of another color for another conversation. Uh, Highlander, 001, who's been a member for two months, drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, when I started driving, gas was $1.50. And going to the movies on Friday night was four bucks. Oh my gosh, so you're as old <laughs> as I am. I remember that, and that's because I'm old. Uh, he says so. Prices always go up. Games are no different. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, listen. I again, I do not agree with raising prices. I'm not capping for anyone that is a billion dollar corporation, but there is something to be said about in the conversation that. Microsoft, since 2017, has been charging the same price for Game Pass. And when they they opened up to Ultimate, it's $15. It hasn't changed since. Sony launches their service that is comparable, not certainly as good, unless you're a new player. They're charging $3 more, and you don't get day-and-day games. That, to me, is where I have a real problem. We also have Lucky Mo. Drops an additional and very generous $10 super chat and says, I'm a planner for a small electronic. Uh, when Microsoft decided to buy ABK, they they took uh, they took a look at the map. And if you think that Starfield and Redfall 
was not ready for 2022. Microsoft is holding it back until the ABK deal is done. I mean, a lot of people, uh, uh, specifically um, Everborn Saga, has been saying that for, for, for that exact point for quite some time. Uh, I mean, is it true? I mean, it's, it would be a, a certainly a good tactic to be like, hey, listen, we have shit. You know, we don't have good games and ABK deal. And then they 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 release this plethora of games. You, you, you certainly could say that. But Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. And then we will get everyone out of here. Uh, uh, you know, start your Friday off or you know, start your weekend off. This list is staggering. <laughs> this list is unmatched. This list value. I, I didn't sit down and actually do a dollar-to-dollar value, but it's mm-hmm. safe to assume that this is well over $1,000 oh, worth yeah. of game. M- maybe more than that, because <laughs> I don't know what's a $40 title or a $50 title yeah. or a $70 title. I, I, don't, I don't know. What, for you, really jumps off the page with what's coming in 2023? Well, a couple of things, and I'll and it's not a slight at you or anybody else. <laughs> it, it's an incomplete list. Like it, the, the fact that there's that many games, and and I believe it was um, that's all. That's what we know. Yeah, Dreadpool yeah. saying that you know it's there. There's like a ton of stuff that we don't even know about. Like one that they just recently made an announcement on was Somerville. Like we knew it was coming, but now we know it's coming next month. So th- there's going to be tons of those still that are kind of in you know, waiting for like that perfect timing. Like they want to make sure that they got everything going right. You know, Scorn was one of those that kind of got out there early and they were, you know, you know, pretty active on, on social media. And then we finally knew like a couple of months back that, okay, it's coming out in October. Somerville was kind of like one of those. It's like, I, I guess it's coming out next year. And they kind of surprised us yesterday with the announcement that it's coming next month. So there, there's still a good bit of those that are out there that are like that, whether they, they're the smaller indie games or like a, a slightly bigger double a budget or even a triple a budget game that may be coming to the service day and date. There's just so many things that, it's to the point where, and not to make light of the pandemic, but it's going to be a backlog pandemic for Xbox or anybody that subscribed to Game Pass, just in general for the fact that even if you were to say, okay, let's only release a game a week, which we've seen weeks where they've released five and six games at a time on the service. So that list alone has you covered for a year if you were to just have a new game each week, which considering how much free time you may have some people may not have enough time to even get through a quarter of those games so it's awesome to see that there's that that many already that we are well aware of but once again there's so many that they're still holding uh close to chest as far as you know when they will drop like even some of the the you know I guess you could call them like the third party deals that they have for things like contraband where they have the publishing rights and so forth those are still going to be you know, mixed in there. And there's a few other ones that are going to be added into that whole mix as well. So it, it's, it's very encouraging. It's what they're, what they're trying to do is make sure that if you're subscribed to game pass now, or, you know, at some point that all of these games are going to keep you engaged enough to keep your subscription. It's not going to be one of those things where, you know, I guess if somebody doesn't want to buy an Xbox, but wants to enjoy the games, they can do that whole dollar deal. But when do you time the dollar deal to to get into the mix? It's like there's so many games that and there's going to be a continuous pumping of games coming into that that you might as well just stay subscribed after you do that dollar deal. But um, 
I'm I'm not going to touch on the the potential for pricing increases until that actually kicks in. But the family plan, I think, is the the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. So that way I can, you know, instead of just game sharing with one of my sons, we'll we'll all be able to have, uh, you know, access to the games on Game Pass without him having to, you know, one of my sons having to hustle into like the Microsoft rewards points between me giving them like the three month increment type of deals as far as uh, for the subscription. But um, yeah, it's it's bonkers. And I, I I joked about this long ago, like that that whole meme where, you know, Xbox has no games. Can we finally you know give a moment of silence and, and put that whole, you know, stupid terminology to rest? Because at, at this point, I, I think even from what we know, Sony being um, uh, in the mix of or working on right now, there's about roughly 20 plus games, 12 of which are supposed to be the, you know, games as a service stuff. Even if all of those were to release next year, I I still think there's going to be a big enough gap in in uh, the amount of content you're going to see on, on Game Pass in general. And if I was a, a PlayStation only cat right now, I think instead of really asking for Game Pass to be on PlayStation, which they're never going to do, at least ask for a browser that that's capable of being able to support it. That would be the thing that makes sense to me. If you don't already have a Samsung TV, if you don't already have, you know, one of those high-end PCs that a lot of them claim that they have, you know, claim or, or you know, start pushing Sony to offer a browser. That way you can do Twitter and game at the same time instead of just tw- uh, playing Twitter. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But yeah, that that list is, is freaking phenomenal. And I, I would say when it comes time to it, when when the the uh, you know first party stuff starts coming in at a, at a you know steady cadence, even if it's like like we were you know joking about it before, where it's like oh they could do four a year, I don't even think there's enough years in the calendar based on what they're working on. Where that that that's not going to be enough. They're going to have to probably bump out about six of them so they're not you know run right on top of each other type of thing. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But man, overall. We're, we're going to be eating good for, for quite some time. And I guess the only thing now is uh, let's see what the, uh, the, the next goal pulse uh, moving is going to be like, Oh, well, these games aren't necessarily quality or these games are That'll be know, it. Yeah. Game, yeah. game pass. Fodder. It's like, seriously. <laughs> hey, fuzzy. I, I bet that's probably why they don't have a browser or at least one of the reasons, obviously for hacking, but, but they probably, they know that, if it was if there was a browser capable of logging in and getting Game Pass on it, then mm-hmm. they, they probably would, uh, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. A, about a it. lot yeah. of people be doing that on their systems. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen. At the end of the day, uh, my 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 my. I, again, I'm not getting a dollar every time I say Game Pass. If you're not in this, if you're not in the service, I, I think you're doing it wrong. Especially even if you are rich, if you have the money. And you have the station to be like, yeah, I buy everything. I just, I just put it on my card. I don't care. And I, they charge it. I don't even know what's in there. <laughs> Good on you, man. I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. But all I'm going to say is that it does, it does. Uh, you, you should be a, a, a member of, of Game Pass just for the, the sheer ridiculous value. But let's get everyone out of here. We'll do outros. Uh, we did have Superjet come in from uh, the Truman Channel, who drops a very generous two dollars Superjet. He says fake news. Had been Sony marketing for years. Now, I think what he's talking about, folks, is the uh, comment that he has right here. Let me pull it up. I think I have it here somewhere. He's talking he about said, the first he's, yeah. 
Yeah, he, I, I, he says, I, I play Call of Duty on both consoles for at least the last three or four years. Uh, all of these perks on PlayStation have been in place. Yes, it's not fair, but it's not in response to the merger. And I know I never suggested it was. These these deals, since they took over marketing rights in the start of this generation, when mm-hmm. so, when, placed, uh, when Microsoft gave up the marketing rights, which was a terrible mistake, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um They've always had these kind of deals. Uh, I think that what they're doing this year are just, in, in my opinion, egregious uh, at, at 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 the at the lowest level possible. But it's, let's get to the outro. More like the the fact that they're being hypocrites. That you know they want more. They want a better deal from Xbox, but yet Xbox is going to screw them. And yet they're still doing the same deal that Xbox is honoring. Well, I'm sorry, Activision right now is still honoring it but xbox said that they'll honor so that i think that's kind of where we got to remember it's not microsoft or xbox saying anything and it's not sony doing anything different it's, it's still sony being their dastardly uh uh ways that they do yeah no i uh, i absolutely agree i think I, I, again i think it's egregious especially with the play with playstation players and get bonus xp i i, I think that's opening the door for a lot of trouble. I, I think I think you're going to see some real negative stories come out. Uh, I was kicked out of a party because I was on Xbox, and I was told that by PlayStation. Play- Watch, you're going to see. But I hope that doesn't happen. But it's it's unlikely. It's the internet. Uh, it, it is it is going to happen because people are just really shitty sometimes. But mm-hmm. listen, let's get to the outro. Crispy, sell your brand, brother. Where can people reach out to you on social media? But more importantly, find you on other shows. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Shout out to the chat at Chris Obama on Twitter, Chris Obama 28 Xbox Live. You can find me at Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Primetime Gaming Wednesday, 7 p.m. And the next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursday. And back here when I'm available. See you then. I definitely appreciate that, brother. And it was great to have you here for sure. Dreadpool, throw your stuff up there so we can get everyone to go and find out who Dreadpool is, where Dreadpool is. And you can find him on, of course, youtube.com you can find him on twitter uh at, at dreadpool you can find him at tiktok at dreadpool you can find him at hover gg at dreadpool as well uh we also find him on of course breaking bread uh with dread that's his own uh show that he does you can find on youtube but he's also a part of gaming beyond the box each wednesday and that is on Wilmy Hood's channel, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. So as always, thank you, everyone in chats. Um, DMs are always opening in case you, you need a vent or talk about something. Not a professional, but just uh, lending an ear. So if that's what you need, then, yeah. you know, I'm happy to help. I'm sure everybody else, as I said before, on the pod, on the panel here would on the same situation they would lend an ear to do what they can um also uh because we are in halloween i haven't been doing as much but once once halloween is over and we're packed up um be prepared i got the train ride the haunted trail walk through both nice. in, in a directed view and in 360 vr views so oh, that'll nice be, dude that'll be dropping on sunday Nice, so, nice. Well, definitely, you, de- definitely go and check that out because those are really cool. Uh, and again, it's unusual. The work that he does is good, but it's also not your standard fare, which is why it's even more impressive. Thank you so much for being here, Web Dave. Sell your brand, brother. You got a, 
a new interview that's uh, that's uh, that is is going live. Talk about where they can check out your incredible interviews, and you have quite a few of them. Some of the industry's absolute finest, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's um, uh, Outbreak uh, Podcast. Uh, you can do that search in in uh, YouTube and. Um, but boom, nice note to put the link in the description below. You can just click on that. If you can go through and subscribe to my channel, doesn't cost you a dime to subscribe and lots of great interviews. I've got three bit coming up on Monday on Halloween. Going to be a great interview. I'm, I'm nice. telling you now he is, uh, he is a very interesting cat. He has got a lot of cool stuff. That He's is the complete package. When I tell you, uh, like, that's a uh, handsome you know, like young Fable. man. He's yeah. smart. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, He's one of the nicest people that I know. Honestly, he's such a good kid. I couldn't be more happy for his career. And yeah. that dude is that dude is talented. When I tell exactly. you exactly, and that, boom, and that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, boom. We need to we need to make sure everybody uh, comes on uh, on Halloween uh, for breakfast yes. with Boom. That's because right. We're giving away two hundred dollars uh, worth of gift cards. Eight of them. Eight twenty five dollar gift cards. Oh yeah. For the new episode of the Xbox lunch break special. And then later that week on breakfast with boom, which I believe is going to be our 1000th video on YouTube. Since we started, we're giving away $300 for Mrs. Boomsticks birthday bash. That's right. Six $50 gift cards. The first three go to channel members and the next three go to anyone that gets picked by the picker that is in the live chat. So yes, thanks so awesome. much for that. Brother. Oh, no, no problem. And also last thing is that I, I know for a fact that on Monday's show that, uh, since it's Halloween, fuzzy Belvedere is going to dress up in costume and was going to be, Oh, Oh, well, he didn't turn his camera on. Oh, <laughs> that's no fun. Love you, fuzzy. Love you, fuzzy. I love it. Good stuff. Well, listen, Dave, love to have you here, brother. Thanks, Can't man. wait to sit down with you. And chat it up on Monday. I'm going to be working on that show, obviously, this weekend. And uh, appreciate you being a part of that. And uh, last, no way, leads Fuzzy Velvedere, brother, sell your brand. Talk about your incredible YouTube channel that is the best place for all of your racing news, reviews, and opinions. And where can people find you on other podcasts and reach out to you on social media? I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It was awesome being on here with you guys. And thank you for everyone in the chat that joined us and interacted with us. And, uh, hey, for any of those that catch us on replay later on, definitely appreciate you spending the time here. For those that want to hear my endless rambling on anything gaming related, mainly racing and and even some uh, third-person shooters like Division, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on Xbox Ultimate later on tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fun Speculations channel. Uh, the Shop Podcast tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. Uh, on Monday, right back here on Double Barrel Gaming with Boom, Web Dave, and uh, <laughs> I'm, Crazy uh, Lou. And Crazy Louie uh, on uh, the Xbox Lunch lunch break special at yep. uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time. And then later on that evening on uh, FSP uh, on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And then right back here, Friday morning, 10 a.m. on Breakfast with Boom with these guys. Yeah, Not well, brother, well, great to have you a part of this show. And ladies and gentlemen, a huge thank, thank you to all the Super Chats that, uh, that constantly come in, the new channel members that constantly join 
We are very, very grateful. Shout out to Mr. Glass in the chat. Now, and Arcade4247 uh, says, everyone, have a blessed day. Enjoy Call of Duty wherever you're playing this weekend. So thank you so much for being here, brother. Uh, listen, again, the Super Chats and the channel memberships are huge. They do allow for Mrs. Loomsk and I to do these big giveaways. Um, after these last two, next week, we have the big one, the granddaddy, the largest uh, um, um, giveaway we've ever done in the history of the channel, which will be five years old, November 3rd, 2022. We're giving away $1,000 on a Breakfast with Boom. 500 is going to be up for grabs for channel members exclusively, and the other 500 will be doled out to anyone that is live in the chat for Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick's holiday special. Uh, we It's our way of doing closing out the year in a big way, our way of giving back to the community that has been so generous to us, and it is officially the biggest, most uh, largest uh, a giveaway we've ever done in one show. That's right, $1,000. That will be announced uh, towards the, uh, the Christmas time where we're going to be celebrating the holiday. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, That uh, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.